0: Pelanga, 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 Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Pelanga en la Sala. I know y'all have been waiting for a while, but we're back. Everybody's here, we want to take a quick round and introduce ourselves. I am your host, Mei Li, a.k.a. DJ China Tu Madre.
1: Hey, Federico here. Smokestack. Huggable.
0: We have a very special guest today. Sitakura Tommy Hey. Welcome, we're excited to have you here as a guest, we're going to start out with a track and just after this track we'll let you, everybody know why you're here today.
2: todo de cielo
3: que viste un día
4: a
5: mi solos! Sueño, volver a cantarte una serenata con tibia voz
2: Busco, todos los caminos que me conduzcan de nuevo a ti Lloro, cuando un barco agita sus tela para partir
4: le da que angustia adiós adiós Esa noche callada de luna de mi tierra natal, mis abuelos, mis grandes amigos, mi novia, mi antiguo hogar, soy
6: emigrante latino, como quiero recordar.
2: Voz. Busco todos los caminos que me conduzcan de nuevo a ti. Lloró cuando un barco agita sus velas blancas para partir. Y yo,
4: y yo me tengo que quedar con un abrazo sin calor, como la arena sin fumar,
7: Qué soledad que algún
4: día. Adiós, adiós, pedazo de. No más a ti.
6: no quiero olvidarte nunca.
4: Soy emigrante
7: latino,
6: como yo lo recordar, esta noche callada
4: de luna, de mi tierra natal. Mis abuelos, mis grandes amigos, mi novia, mi antiguo hogar. Soy emigrante latino, soy emigrante latino,
5: y yo me la lejanía.
0: That was El Emigrante Latino by Juan Piña con La Revelación. Federico, do you want to tell us a little more about that track?
1: I just, I just, I just love that track. There's a few versions. There's actually this amazing version that uh, y'all can look up on on YouTube by like Colombia All-Stars. It's, it's, it was like a live TV recording that wasn't ever recorded properly, but it's, it has this super raw energy. Uh, I was trying to remember, I think this is also the soundtrack of, a, of a, an old Colombian movie about this Colombian guy moving to New York that's also called El Emigrante Latino, so it might be interesting for y'all to, to check out if you're interested. A little treasure yeah. trove there. Well, so
0: part of the reason this was the first track that y'all heard was with, were that we're putting together um, Migration Mixtape, and that's the reason that Sita's here today. Do you want to tell us a little more
8: about your project and what's going on? Sure. So my name is Sita, and I have an upcoming project to build a piece of a border wall in inspired if you can say that, by Trump, by the West Bank, by the Berlin Wall, by so many walls that have all been terrible ideas. Um, But the chista to this wall is that it's going to be made entirely out of piñatas. And the reason for that is that piñatas exist to be destroyed. And in my opinion, if you're going to build a wall, why not tear it down? And so there's all um, sorts of amazing collaborators that are part of this, and La Planga is definitely one of them. And their migration mixtape is going to be playing throughout um, the exhibition, which runs from September 9th to October 15th at Southern Exposure Gallery in San Francisco. Awesome. So uh, if people want to roll through, should they get tickets, or how do they find out more? So all the uh, information is on soex.org, It's S-O-E-X dot O-R-G, and um, all events are free and open to the public, and the gallery is also free and open to the public. Is there candy in the piñata? <laughs> of course there's candy in the piñata <laughs> um, uh, Yeah, I wouldn't do it any other way And one of the really interesting things about piñatas is that the seven cones on a, um, a piñata traditionally represent the seven deadly sins And f- to smash the piñata means that you're rejecting evil and you're getting to the sweetness inside So of course it's going to be candy inside
0: Oh, I love it, so
8: exciting Right, on.
0: shall we get on to our next track? I think uh, I see Hako has got something lined up here. Do you want to tell us what you're thinking?
9: Sure. So, you know, in putting together a, a migration mixtape, you know, we're talking obviously in, inspired from the wall that Cita is about to build from pinatas, Um looking at the, the Mexican American experience the, and Chicanos, and so I had this um, record I've had for a while. It's a, it's a soundtrack to a documentary called Chulas Fronteras, and from like 19. Seventy-six, I want to say, and it was all these like interviews and field recordings, and um, there's a whole mix of songs, um, all like typically done um, um, corridos, mostly corridos, uh, which were very, you know, you know, very. um, It's very important to the corrido for you know northern Mexico and speaking to the storytelling this way of storytelling and uh, there's lots of great stories in here and you know, there's some really sad songs, you know, because obviously the, the migration immigrant experience can be really tragic, it can be sad, it can be lonely, um, but in dealing with that pain, I think it's great when people use humor, you know, it's a way that
1: we cope with humor or with pain and with suffering. Um, so I love, I love how uh, you will play sad Latino songs for America and so they'll be like, wait, is, is this supposed to be sad because it doesn't sound sad. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So this is an upbeat song and it
9: and is. And I think it's pretty it's it's funny, but it, it has like that element of like raw truth to it. That is totally tragic. And it's called <laughs> Un Mojado Sin Descensa. <laughs> So that song was just about um, this young man who who decides from, he's in San Antonio, he's going to go visit his girlfriend, his sweetie, uh, he doesn't have a license, you know, that's just a common experience, but he gets in his car, and he goes, and he finds that his girlfriend basically is with the guy who can grant license, <laughs> and he ends up losing his girlfriend and his car. So it's like there's humor, but it's, it's tragic, and it's rooted in it it's very much reality of how people struggle and yeah
0: wow wow yeah that that reminds me of a lot of the you know people we'll make fun of uh, it's kind of a, tr- a tradition of ballad to lose both the woman and the motor vehicle or the woman and the horse or like there's this <laughs> kind of it's <laughs> a long tradition of songs <laughs> that have some sort of plot line along those lines um Alright, shall we move on to the next thing? Are we ready?
6: Eran las <laughs> 5 en la mañana, un seminarista, un obrero, con mil papeles de solvencia, que no le dan para ser sinceros. Eran las 7 la mañana, y uno por uno al matadero. Pues cada cual tiene su precio. Buscando visa para un Quemándoles la entraña, ¡uh! un formulario de consuelo, con una foto dos por cuatro, que se derrite en el silencio. Eran las nueve de la mañana, santo domingo 8 de enero, con la paciencia que se acaba, pues ya no hay visa para un sueño. me va
0: So that first track um, was called Visa para un Sueño by Juan Luis Guerra, and the tracks from the Dominican Republic, and it's a merengue, Um, it's always really resonated with me because for pretty much as long as I can remember being alive, I have vague memories of As we were saying earlier, it sounds really happy. Right, um, so you can dance while you're online, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's important. It's an, As you said, it's an important po- and, um, coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to do this, we may as well do it happy. Um, the second track is called Jaraya, and I think a lot of people may have um, heard that particular version of it by Rashid Taha, kind of, um, a French-Algerian who made it popular in the 90s. Um, but the track is actually from the 1970s, and it's um, it's an Algerian track, so it's also about immigration, and about the wanderer. So it felt like we need to play a little bit, especially given what's going on in that region right now. Good to get something from over there in here as well. Great. Yeah. Right, who's up next?
1: So I guess I can throw something on. Uh, I have to say, Sita, that this this was a uh, this was not an easy assignment. It's uh, it's funny, uh, you know. I think for all of us, this is definitely our, our, our side gig and we all kind of work pretty hard in our daily lives and, and at least for me, I was like, man, this is, you know, I've been doing so much Pelanga stuff that I, I'm, I'm done, like I need to, I need a break from this right now. And then Sita comes and I'm like, hey, can you guys be a <laughs> part of this incredible project? and make a migration mixtape. And I'm just like, this is, this is exactly what we love to do, you know, and this is like the, you know, one of the things that we obsess about in, in the music that we collect. Um, and uh, I spent the last couple of days getting, getting some tracks ready for the migration mixtape. I narrowed it down to about 40 records. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> well I don't, I don't know. I mean, this is this is not going to be easy. Uh, one thing I can say about that is that since we're since we're DJing your your opening and closing parties, then that that means we're, we're gonna have some stuff pre-selected. So definitely a lot of uh, a lot of records that are ready to be played uh, at those parties um and those are can you remind us when
8: when those are again september 9th and october 15th and there's also a a talk um on september 22nd as well but yeah i mean part of i feel like this is already what you do what all of you do and which is why i approached you all about um participating but it's just you know my experience from i think there's like three continents involved in like you know how i i was born and raised um and, I, and just all, the way that all of you work and think about music and think about sounds and the, mu- the movement of sounds is like so, um, it's so incredible to me because, you know, the, you, know you talk about, there's songs about migration and then there's also sounds that embody the actual migration that's happening and so the movement across oceans and between people and those exchanges that happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love the way,
9: Yeah, um, we—you'll probably hear us bring up food once or twice because of how amazing Sita is with her passion (laughs) for food. Uh, Could you just—I mean—you're an academic food as well as like a community food person. Can you just speak a little bit about that aspect of what you do?
8: Absolutely. So uh, I cook with the People's Kitchen Collective, which is Saqib Cabal, Jocelyn Jackson, myself, and um, we create community meals around um, diaspora and this idea that food and people have been moving around for a long time and how has this been happening, you know, but for a while I was thinking about like, okay, this year 1492, you know, this this Columbus guy come along and, and, you know, actually it's been happening way before then. Um, and pre-colonialism, like a lot of these uh, these exchanges, these migrations, some of them, um, you know, in, rea- in response to wars or famine, and some of them in response to you know a search for um, bigger and better uh, things. Uh, and and also, you know, it's there's so many parallels between food and music, and I think that one of them is how deeply it touches people, and how moved people are by both of those experiences.
9: They definitely transcend language You know both things And you know, bring people together And I feel on like a lot of dance
0: So much of the creation of food and music Lends itself to be created out of love Which is something that's, uh, that you feel when you listen And you
10: also feel in your belly Which is why you so often find Evidence of food on record covers and sleeves And
1: lyrics Oh my gosh so that's coming right. And also, and also, why we're <laughs> gonna have to have anu- another episode with Sita where we just do just records about food. Wait for yeah, it. All
0: <laughs> about food coming up in an, in a future
1: podcast. <laughs> okay, so let me let me show you what I what I picked up uh, next. So, uh, like I was saying, there's a lot of party tracks that I think are gonna be like better for for ar- art opening slash get people dancing and, and uh, in a space that people don't normally dance in. we're, we're gonna try to make that happen um but uh anyways for the for the podcast i thought maybe, maybe i would play a track that is not such a dance song but i, th- I think it's a very interesting track so it's by this guy Tobar, from the from the uh, llanos colombianos this is the, the plains uh, in between colombia and venezuela uh it's a it's a very rural area uh, but having said that the the this music has a history that is very, you know, there's a lot of Arab influence, there's Spanish influence, there's African influence, and there's indigenous influence, and you can kind of hear all of this. Uh, even though, you know, I think to a Colombian it sounds like very rural music, but there's a lot of, of things that happened before then. And this
8: is actually where um, my family, who is Japanese, uh, that's the reason they they started. They went to Colombia is to farm in Los llanos.
1: No way, really? <laughs> 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 no.
9: Who put them on that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wow. Well, that's amazing because so I guess they're the inmigrantes colombianos. So the song is actually <laughs> called the Emigrante Colombiano, and it's uh, it's it's unusual because the, the songs from that region are usually about that land and the horses and the, and the beautiful nature. But this is a song about a uh, Colombian emigrating and, and uh, kind of uh, working working really hard and uh, facing racism in, in the U.S. And, uh, one thing that I really like about it is that. It it talks specifically about how a lot of the problems in Colombia uh, are due to the the drugs that Americans are trying to consume and that need to be uh, exported by somebody. And and so it's kind of the double bind of the Colombian, uh, kind of providing that service that Americans want and then getting uh, put in a very vulnerable position for it. So let's hear it.
2: Inmigrante colombiano eres mi hermano querido Te deseo muy buena suerte ese país que te has ido Mantén tu la frente en alta es lo único que te pido Porque de un buen colombiano me siento enorgullecido Te marchaste porque el peso hoy se haya desvanecido Y querías para tu familia un jardín muy florecido Lucha hermano por tu patria que en esta tierra has nacido Valoricemos el peso para que tenga pedido Hermano, por lo que sufro yo me siento entristecido, difamar los colombianos los he visto y los he oído, como nos tratan de mal en los países vecinos, sin darse cuenta que ellos van por el peor camino. allá en la patria de ellos también existen bandidos nunca traten de tapar sus errores cometidos el que comete un pecado debe de tener castigo si el colombiano trabaja porque lo tienen cohibido Emigrante ilegalmente te tienen allí escondido trabajando como esclavo en esas tierras metido sin liberación de vos allí vives oprimido muchos dueños sin conciencia te roban lo producido Igual como en todas partes, en Colombia hay hombres dignos, son culpables otros países la fama que hemos tenido, porque al llevar al ilícito tienen los brazos extendidos, honremos al colombiano ciudadano, se los pido. no nos humillan sin razón ni sin sentido Gringo no es perdona bueno aunque se crea distinguido La producción de Colombia los yanqui la han consumido ¿Por qué nos tratan así gringos desagradecidos? Son protagonistas ustedes de todo lo acontecido Creen que el mundo es solo de ellos y nos tienen oprimido Ese dólar por las nubes quién nos tiene perdido Mucho whisky, hermano mío porque tú Existe la traición porque tú mismo has querido En la ciudad de Florida está un verdugo enfurecido Mueres electrocutado en los Estados Unidos porque al pisar nuestro mapa ellos son los consentidos aunque andan los extranjeros en coche de oro prohibido al visitar a Colombia se sienten orgullecidos Europa, África y Asia, América y los latinos vienen con la biosearía y aquí son los preferidos cada vez que nos visitan ustedes son bienvenidos Llevo el amor por Colombia en mi corazón prendido Emigrante colombiano buena suerte me despido Les elevo una plegaria a todos los fallecidos Dios bendiga la bandera, el escudo y nuestro himno
11: father and said how could this be you take me from an island paradise to this polluted sea and what of our children how are they going to grow up what can they possibly be give us a chance. Chance now. just give, give me a, a chance, chance and you'll see chance. king pine will take care of them roaches and i'll drown them rats in the sea you're gonna see what we can be escape listening to my mother and father rap they were trying to figure something out he turned to her and said don't worry we'll teach our children we'll show them they can be anything they want to be this is supposed to be the land of opportunity don't you remember let's remember all the stories we heard from our grandparents come come and you'll find what you can see my son is gonna be the president just give me that chance, I'll show him what he can be. You teach a child devotion, he'll grow up with due respect. If you show a child indifference, he'll grow up with hate. And he's not going to grow up with hate. He's going to fight, he's going to fight for his freedom, freedom. My brother turned to me and he said, Son, I'm getting old. Pretty soon my days will be numbered. But I'll give you these words of advice. We pass through this world at once. Make the most of it. Learn. Get a good education. Reach out. Help your brother. Don't just stand still. Make your own chances. Turn around and forget their subsidy. You help your brother, and I'm sure then we'll all be free. Give yourself a chance. Don't become part of the lost generation. Fight. Learn. Get out. Follow your brother. Do what you have to do. We'll make it. We've got a beautiful legacy. We come from Puerto Rico. Machismo. Fight. Get your way out. Push. Don't let no one stand in your way. Become a man. opportunity you can and make the most of it. Reach out, help a brother, and he in turn will set us all free.
9: It's and that last song was Jokobo Sextet from his Retro uh called "Give Us a Chance." So I think that was pretty self-explanatory about the immigrant experience, and you know, just that's what people want when you come here, to the, at least to the U.S. I think probably any new country where you're starting out from the ground up is just to have a chance and to take hold of what's in front of you and. Yeah, to be seen as a equal and be able to participate.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that a lot of this, the dialogue that I wind up hearing in Contra is like, oh, people just come to take our jobs and they're jealous of our way of life or, or you know, these types of things bums me out i guess to <laughs> hear that but, but i I, my, I think people are just really misinformed about what the actual experience is like and what, what people are actually leaving behind and the sacrifices that they're going through in order to just make it and like you said like just have a chance to try and be like anyone else and make ends meet and have a normal life and a lot of the time people just i think there's no reason for them to have any understanding of the reality that might have existed on the other side right
9: Juna, I think you you have something lined up, yeah?
10: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I'm gonna stay in the barrio too. Uh, 1970s, inspired by that Joe Cuba you just played. Uh, this record is it's called Mother's Night, a group of uh, black Puerto Rican brothers, and uh, I love it for a couple of reasons. One of them, um, it's just great because it's such a strong voice of what was going on in that neighborhood. Um, kind of some East Coast Chicano funk, um, but also it was on Columbia, the Columbia label, which is kind of cool uh, to see such a, a major label um, supporting that. So, the track is uh, Fools Are You, speaking to uh, fools tripping on borders and boundaries and hurting our earth in the process. So uh, let's give this one a listen to right here, Mother's Night. Again, that was Mother's Night, the sounds of the time, that, that Latin jazz funk from the barrio, singing a song to the earth, you know, an important part of this conversation, you know, it's it's, um, it's a conversation of people, but the land as well, and um, I thought that song did it. you know, does an incredible job of kind of uh, putting...
8: One of the things that track actually reminds me of is this idea of thinking about both invisible and physical borders and the great migration that has so impacted Oakland um, where we are all sitting right now, and just this incredible um, moment in over decades in history where um, African Americans left the South, um, you know, to the rest of the country. And just thinking about, you know, how how real those borders are even within the United States, even though there may be not a physical wall constructed um, within them. Uh,
1: I, w- I was actually th- uh, thinking about that. Uh, this, I mean, sometimes borders are physical. Sometimes there are borders that maybe are not visibly there, but uh, you can certainly feel them. Uh, we were also talking a little bit uh, while while this Joe Cuba song was playing about how it's all about the machismo and the fight and like that. You know, that's like the, the one way of migrating, and that's certainly not the way it is. Uh, one thing that we always find when when we talk, we, we gather for these podcasts, is, is how in a lot of the music that we collect, the industry was so male dominated, and there's so there's so few uh, women who were recorded. Uh, even though when you when you go to these communities in, in Latin America that actually the keepers of the tradition are often women, but they just, you know, weren't given the, um, the platform. Um, and so I thought we would play, uh, this, this amazing song by, uh, Nidia Góngora. Nidia Góngora is a, a musician from the Pacific coast of Colombia. Uh, she's from Timbiquí, Cauca. Hola, Nidia. Un abrazo para Nidia. Yeah, we had the we had the privilege of of uh, visiting her a couple of times in her house, and she she came over and stayed with us when uh, when she played in San Francisco. She, she uh, you'll get to see her if uh, if you're in the US or in Europe. Uh, she she tours as the singer for Quantic, so that's an opportunity to see her. She's a beautiful musician. Um, and the song that I that I wanted to play is is, is this song that I, it just gives me chills. It's called Canto a Mama, and it's a it's a song for her mother, who we also have the the blessing of, of meeting. Who's also a
0: total and badass.
1: And uh, I mean, yeah, the, you know, y- you go to the, you go to you go to these communities, and it's very clear that they're the w- they're the keepers of, of the tradition in that community. Um, and this is a really beautiful song. There's actually a documentary that maybe we should link when we when we. I posted this on the on the website where Nidia talks about how she was writing the song to her mom. Nidia lives in Cali, which is the main city in that region of Colombia, and her mother lives in timbiki which is a very rural uh, town that you have to either fly or arrive by canoe. You can't get there by by roads. Uh, and uh, and Nidia talks about calling her mom and just singing the song. She's like, yeah, hey, I, I, I wrote you th- the song. This music is very improvised, and so she's she's singing her mom the song and then. Know it's also a lot of music you hear that it's, it's call and response. And she talks about how the call and response in this song was actually written on the phone with Nidia and Kali and her mom and Tinky. It's just That's like such an incredible cute. story. <laughs> um, I have chills uh, too. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and uh, <laughs> we should definitely link to the documentary because the, you know the two of them are telling this story and it's just incredible. Um, so yeah, without further ado, this is uh, Grupo Canalon from their latest album and the song is called Canto a Mama.
4: Bye. No puedo vivir Ay mamá mamá ma, ma, ma. La vida ya es muy dura Ay mamá mamá ma, ma. Ay ya no puedo vivir Ay mamá mamá Date pa' ti miki ma, ma. Ay mamá mamá pa' ma, ma, ma. ti
1: Once again, there was uh, El Grupo Canalón, Canto a Mamá, uh, featuring Nidia Góngora, uh, and uh, actually her, her mother and her sister are also part of part of that track, so I love that track for so many reasons, and, and uh, one is that I think it, it speaks very beautifully to to this part of the immigrant experience of, of basically being separated from your family. I think this is part of modern life, I think all of us are far away from our families, and, and uh, and I think this this song tells that beautifully. And another thing that I like about this song is just the you know, the fact that there's music. When we play this music to our West African friends, they have a hard time believing that it's not West African.
0: They they actually when we played it at parties and not mentioned where it's from because at a party just hits the dance floor, they're nodding at us like, oh yeah yeah. How how do you know about all of this? Yeah. And we're like, this is from Colombia. Then.
1: And it's a very interesting story because it's, it's I mean, this is also, of course, the story of forced migration uh, of uh, Africans being enslaved and taken to the Americans, to the Americas. Colombia was one of the centers of the slave trade uh, in several periods of history. And, um, and this part of Colombia is, is a very isolated part. It's, it's probably over 90% Afro-Colombians. And it's very clear that there's some very deep uh, musical traditions that have been kept alive for over 200 years. It's really amazing to, to see that.
0: Yeah, We actually picked up an antique publication, right? It's over 100 years old, and it had an account of a ceremony that actually wound up being a ceremony we participated in one time. And we were like, this sounds really familiar. It was kind of neat to find out that what we participated in had been happening for over 100 years.
10: Yeah, and I love when... Uh song where where there's so many different parts of the globe or that transatlantic pacific oceanic travels you know you can just sit back and just kind of pick out the different parts um so i've got a track that i'm going to play that will challenge anyone to do just that ralph mcdonald um percussionist jazz cat um basically record a song that tr- that that documents the musical evolution of music out of West Africa through the Caribbean up to uh, modern day jazz, funk and disco. So uh, Ralph McDonald, the path
2: Oh, no. Jaguar gada a ye lujarra or notilla are ni o to recoja a shan auto tank a ku si are no do lone legon or no low legon at your me a any so fuma boy o du legon abio no yo to la ye a roboto or dot you lotu marry or badeta to ja ona to da aye odo laye omi le niyan e je ka se rere o
10: And, and its travels across the globe. Uh, you want to say something about that, Jacob?
9: Well, what I was gonna bring up is, you know, there's there's people, tr- you know, migrating out of necessity. You know, whether it's conflict, war, um, economics, policy, but there's also just, yeah, people looking for work and people people migrated and brought their music with them, and then that actually became became an adopted form of music in this new, you know, this new uh, land that even though they're not even participating anymore, the music still flourished. You know, and this happens a lot through through the course of time. And so one interesting um, example of that is when uh, in Trinidad, during the holidays, they have um, uh, this form of music called parang. Paranging, and It's these festivals where people play this merriment type of music. And parang comes from paranda, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, which means merriment. And so, um, so this song, and so, I mean, Venezuela is only seven miles away from Trinidad. So even though it's like, they seem completely different cultures. I mean, they're so close. So you you had Venezuelans always um, migrating there to Trinidad to, for work, uh, to work farms and what have you. And, so this, and they brought their music with them, they, and in this case, parang um, is actually like a, a form of paropo. You, you'll hear it. Really, um, it's definitely rooted in it. Um, it's similar to Son Jorocho um, in Mexico. And so the song uh, about to play by Santa Familia is called Rio Manzare, which is a Rio in, uh, in Venezuela. And it's a a really popular song that caught on and became, I think, pretty much a hit. And um, there's numerous covers. And for this time, I'm going to play a Mexican cover to follow. It's funny because I
1: I bet that, like, half of our parents danced to this song in different versions in different parts of the world. I definitely remember my parents in Colombia dancing to this song.
9: Wow. wow.
0: Yeah, I I mean, it'd be cool if it made it all the way over to Indonesia and things (laughs) have before. I mean, my grandfather knew how to sing Guantanamera, so you never know.
9: Okay, so let's let's take a listen to uh, Santa Familia's version, a Parang version of Rio Mansari.
6: We have, we have.
12: Déjame pasar, que mi madre enferma me mandó a llamar
9: another version of rio Manzares," but by chicken y su uh from from mexico and so the, again this is an example of how the a song can travel from one country to another and there are countless versions of this song uh, of this song as well we were just saying uh yeah this is a song that we our grandparents and parents likely danced to um it's it was it was definitely a hit back in the day and uh this is me that's the beautiful thing about migration you know there's a lot of pain associated with the word but there's actually the, the beautiful version when it's free when people are free to m- migrate you know people are free to take their music and their culture and move with it and then that becomes just like this and becomes a, this amazing beautiful uh, marriage and melting pot of 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 uh, creativity and um, self-expression and an evolution right? yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I
0: think it's so interesting how um, pieces of music can migrate and evolve and migrate and evolve and migrate and evolve and they they're still related to their place of birth that they've taken on an entirely new life that nobody can control and no single person could have ever come up with and no single place c- could have ever come up with on its own um, something super powerful about that and just thinking about the power of culture
1: yeah, I mean, uh, I, I I find it really really moving this this kind of form of resistance. Again, we were talking about how there's many different ways of resisting, and one way is just like a and fight and all this stuff. But but I also feel like there's this beautiful form of resistance, of just making making the beautiful creations out of out of uh, these kinds of experiences.
0: Yeah, then, and thriving despite all odds. I mean, the way that music lives on even when it's been banned, even the musicians punished so many things that just you know they managed to live on despite everything trying to stop them. right
9: I and mean, we're we um between songs we are just trying to figure out okay well, well can we fit one more record in can we can we keep can we keep throwing more stuff in because we oh, have many so many more episodes are we going to have because it, this this topic uh, brings about so much inspiration for us because we we have a record where literally a record has has migrated <laughs> the record itself has migrated and right. became. And and spawn new life.
1: I and would
0: say all of all of our records have migrated. <laughs> right, almost all of them. Yeah. Right.
1: I mean, every single time you get an old African record or, or an old Latin American record, you you'll, you'll see all these like names on it. that some, you know, somebody wrote their name on it like 30 years ago, and you have no idea where it is. Sometimes you get a little bit of a glimpse. Sometimes you get a name that you can. Google Sometimes that an
0: that insect hatches in the record and flies oh out yeah. and bites you in the middle of the night. I, I've i
9: found love letters in, in records.
1: That's yeah. so sweet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I have one last little thing that I wanted to get to. Um, because it felt, it was one of the first things that came to my mind when we mentioned the migration mixtape. Um, I feel like El Manicero, the track, classic track that some people know by name, some people don't. Um, in English, it's called the Peanut, The Peanut Vendor. And it's one of these tracks that even when people don't necessarily recognize it by name, they can hear it inside music and recognize it because it's so... Referenced in music all over the world all the time, um, and so "El Manicero is a it's a Cuban track, and it was actually um, first I think recorded or first composed in the 1930s, uh, which is fascinating because now you're looking at a song that's over 80 years old, um, and uh, it's been recorded over 160 times, and I bet the number of times that it's referred to musically is like you know nobody can count because it's constant, constant reference. Um, so I was going to take us on a quick little journey here from 1930 to 2010 and play three versions. The first version is the sort of first recording of it um, from 1930, um, and that is uh, Don Astiasu. Um So this is a, a recording from Cuba. The next version that I'm going to play is from the 1950s in, um, in the Congo. And I think that is, so that version is actually called Moni Moni Nonde. And I think it might be in Lingala. But this is what happened when there was sort of the height, the beginning of um, Congolese rumba, when the vinyl crossed the ocean, went back from Cuba to the Congo. It was super popular in nightlife there. So it was adopted by people in that region and translated into Lingala and Congo. Um, so they've adapted this version of Mani to be Moni, uh, who's a woman. So this is a song about another woman that's left them. I'm um, thinking that this, this was maybe not even vinyl, right? Like this, this is, was on a seventy-eight.
1: This was right. like yeah, like like they're probably playing this off of That's right. It's yeah.
0: Amazing. Yeah, yeah. And those things are yeah. When, when is that Indistruct version from? from? Uh, it's from the nineteen fifties so that's 1930 and then you're getting so you think about what's going on in the world right in 1930 then we had World War II then people started f- trying to fight for their independence you've got like you know, kind of changing changing economics and stuff going on and then the last track I want to play is um A Shao um by Flavor who's a current Nigerian pop musician um, and you will hear the Manicero bass loud loud and clear 80 years later um, in Nigerian pop um, so you're looking at a song
9: that's traversed 80 years Yeah, and you'll hear it oceans. if you you can't buy a salsa record without getting El Manicero it's, it's in so many it's everywhere, it's everywhere. And, uh, and and it actually this is it's really El Manicero is the tip of the iceberg for influence that cuban music has had on the world uh, it's just incredible such a small little island can just have such a huge huge impact for like entire continents <laughs> you know it's,
1: it's just mind-boggling um, what they contributed and at the same time how much that culture how much that music was fed by africans that that uh, ended up in that part of the that part of the world i always find this really amazing about little islands where people from all, all over are kind of coming in and coming out and it just makes where music can come out of.
0: I mean, that's not even to mention where the origins of, the, you know, getting back to our food theme, Manicero is a peanut vendor, and we think about the peanut itself as a plant and as a food, and where in the world that's traveled and it made its way into our cuisine <laughs> everywhere is like a whole other thing.
1: It's from Mexico, right? The cacahuatl? Is it? Yeah. I think so. I'm not sure. If it's
0: not. See that? We need to get seats. Cool. All right. Thank you.
3: i be a not going to
12: be a good person. I'm
3: not going to Je ne suis pas Et,
13: I am a man
3: of
2: Thank mm-hmm. you.
5: Corrucho de madera. Cuando la calle sola está, la plena de mi corazón. El mami se toma su plegón y si la niña escucha su cantar, llama desde su Alcohol. Dame de tu mami, dame de tu mami, que esta noche no voy a poder dormir sin comerme
4: I shower, I shower, I shower, I shower. Yeah.
0: So we're, we're curious, you mentioned something about a, a talk, you mentioned there are a whole bunch of other collaborators. Can you tell us a little bit more about, um, about the event that's coming up here and
8: your work? Yes, so Estamos Contra el Muro, We Are Against the Wall, is, again, the show that is going to be up from September 9th, to October 15th at Southern Exposure in San Francisco, and um, you know, in, in building this wall out of piñatas i've been thinking about you know a wall is never static even though we think of it as this huge imposing thing like people tag it people push against it people uh throw stones at it take parts of it go under and over it and um so this wall is no exception to that and um so uh, we're building... The, the bricks are actually being made by uh, Victor Martinez, who's with Las Piñatas Morenitas Martinez in Fruitvale in Oakland, who's an amazing local piñatero. And one of the few, actually, that really makes them by hand, which is with so much care and so much love, um, in in the craft... And uh, C.C. Carpio is from Trust Your Struggle is coming to tag the wall under the cover of night on an undisclosed evening. <laughs> um, you'll, of course, hear La Pelanga's uh, mix tape, uh, migration mixtape in the space playing off of a, a cart um, in the gallery. And then at the there's actually also a little version, a scale version um, by Isaias, the little piñata maker, um, of bricks that's really representing this, like, just this this absurd proposal of a 55 foot uh thousand mile uh, wall to reinforce the wall that already exists and just like think about 55 foot so that was that was the highest it has been proposed at any point it's come down since then it's shifted um but if you can think of like a five story like looking at a five-story building and thinking of a wall that spans the u.s mexico border at that height and in comparison to, to what's you know, already
1: uh, there. We're still gonna figure out how to go over and under. I mean, that's just not Abs- <laughs>
8: absolutely, absolutely.
0: I keep on joking that we should build one uh, between Canada and the U.S. Also,
8: just depending <laughs> on you know how these things turn out. Totally. So at the at the closing, uh, Chef Norma Lisman and the People's Kitchen Collective, which is part of my crew, uh, we're going to actually be serving guacholotas, which is a tamal stuffed torta. So it's like a carb double threat. <laughs> oh it's a, it's a it's one of those foods that you know people eat. Um, you know, around the world there's different versions of this meal, but it's like something that's super inexpensive, carb heavy, something you can take with you, you know, eat on the way to work, or you know something that as Norma and I were talking Talking about, like, what would you need... To fuel your crossing a border or to destroy a border, and so we're gonna um, feed folks these corn lotes, Uh and uh, they're, it's usually drunk with atole on the side. So it's like you're drinking corn with corn stuffed in bread, <laughs> <laughs> and we're actually going to be passing it through the wall um, as we as we serve it to all of you. So um, you yeah, know, it's it's just this. I think walls are are meant to divide, obviously, and in, particularly with this election season, it's like incredibly divisive tool this like disgusting campaign tool like but what I'm trying to do you know with all of you as as collaborators is do the opposite and how do we build something beautiful out of something terrible and um, so yeah September 9th is the opening, September 22nd is the, um, a talk, and we're going to be talking also with other or- artists. I think this, in particular these issues of immigration you know, affect all of us, um, but Latino and Asian American communities in particular, and so just thinking about those moments where um, communities of color come together um, around this really deeply felt experience, um, and then of course the destruction, la caída, the fall of the wall on October 15th.
0: thank you so much for coming to be with us today just a reminder to all our listeners where can they find out more information about your project
8: and about you if they want to look you up on the internet or so anything like that so you can find my website is citabomic.com. that's S as in Sam I-T-A B-H-A-U-M-I-K that's This <laughs> it's the best way <laughs> I can put <laughs> <invite> it <laughs> so the, your Instagram is amazing <laughs> <laughs> yes you can also find, find me um, on Instagram uh, and on Facebook under my name Sita Bamek and um, the gallery is Southern
1: Exposure it's SOEX S-O-E-X dot O-R-G and you can find event information there Sita thank you so much for coming and thank you so much for, for inviting us to be a part of this amazing event we're, we're really flattered and honored and it's just it's just, a, it's a, it's just, a, it's just a, an awesome a, lining up of uh, circumstances and interests and experiences and so so much for letting us know thank it you guys around. i it's feel a, so such a beautiful lucky. response
9: and it's like this is what this is how we all should be responding and this is how you know you're you're amplifying amplifying our you know our own community's voice the gratitude
10: and and certainly giving us such a great opportunity to go back to our records and it's clear (laughs) that there's many more episodes on this very topic or or
8: volume one's two
10: (laughs) three four
8: five is a series of the migration (laughs) mixtapes yes we'll
0: be back i am excited to to come and take a bat to that wall We're, we're excited to make that that wall fall so with that um we're, we're going to go, and on that note, it, it makes sense to play Llamboi by Las Cafeteras, who are our dear friends um, from East L.A., and the song is also about migration, as you'll hear in the lyrics. Um, Las Cafeteras, Llamboi. Thank you, everybody.
12: But